Hi, everyone. You're listening to Golden's Guide to Divorce, and I'm Deborah Hawkins, your host. We're here in the fabulous Pronk Studios where we chat about all things mature women want or maybe need to know about divorce, including finding and receiving support, hearing from experts, tips on how to develop your personal toolbox, and ways to move you forward to your best life. So join us now for the Golden's Guide to Divorce with me, Deborah Hawkins. I'm here, Welcome to another episode of Golden's Guide to, to Divorce. We're here in Pronk Studios and we're set up a little bit different today um, because I have a guest that I cannot wait for you to meet. Um, you know, as we've been discussing emotions and uh, moving through, you know, the different uh, parts of divorce and where we are emotionally, um, it, it came to me that I think that we should really address uh, anger. And um, so I have the perfect person here to talk with us today. And uh, let, let me tell you a little bit about him. I've known him for over 20 years. Um, he is an incredible therapist, speaker, author. Um, he's been on Oprah not once, not twice, but three times. Um, he's been on The View. He's been on ABC's 2020, CNN. Um, you know, I can go on and on. He's written, I don't know, maybe more than 20 books. I'll let him correct me on that. Um, but his career um, spans, you know, quite lovely in the, uh, in the work of healing yourself. And um, I could probably spend all afternoon talking about him and introducing him, but I want you to meet him right now. And so um, here's a great welcome to John Lee. Oh, thank you, Deborah. You're too kind, and you make me feel old as dirt. <laughs> well, I mean, all those, we're getting all there. Those all those books, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I said over 20. I mean, it's probably more than that. 25 so far. 25, 25. Well, that's amazing. Working on my, tw working on my 26th now. Yeah. Well, you've had an amazing beats career. Work, beats working for a living. <laughs> oh, trust me. I know what you do is work. I know what you do is work. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and not to mention that um, you're an, you know, uh, an expert therapist. And I know that you have worked with groups and workshops, seminars all over the country. And I think you probably still do, um, as yeah. well as I know you, you do a lot of one-on-one, uh, -on -one, you know, deep therapy um, with people and couples. Um, but you know, as you know, I mean, we're here today to talk about women going through divorce and right. it was interesting when you and I talked beforehand, I thought that we might speak on grief uh -huh. and it was through our conversation that I realized that you know, grief's going to come no matter what. I mean, we're going to be driving down the road and hear a song in the car right. and we're going to cry. Someone's yeah. going to say, how are you? And the tears are going to come. 
But the one thing that I think we all struggle with is, you know, the anger and um, how to access it, how to let it out appropriately, um, the importance of it. Um, So I I guess I might want to, you know, what would you say right off the bat about um, how close when you are going through a divorce, um, you know, and let's say it's been a shock, it wasn't anything that you knew that was really coming, how close does grief and sadness uh, thread together? Well, anger and, and grief should go hand in hand. I'm sorry. If, I'm sorry. I meant anger and grief. Yeah. Anger and grief. Yeah. And if people will let the anger come up uh, and express it appropriately, they will be able to move through the various stages of loss much more quickly. Um, you know, I have this saying in one of my books, uh, uh, grief is for having uh, lost something, uh, lost someone. Uh, it's kind of like, um, you know, anger. Uh, well, let's put it this way. Grief is, is a stuck place for many people. And anger is for getting out of a stuck place. Right. But sadly, sadly, uh, most therapists and counselors, well, I'll tell you a good example of how anger is not really accepted in this country very well and very easily. I've taught at hospices over the years. You know, people go there in a terminal ill situation. And when I talk to the uh, staff at hospices, I say, you know, we know you were trained in grief work. How many of you were trained in anger work? And no hands go up. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't you think that the terminally ill person person might have some anger to deal with? And don't you think that the family members might have some anger to deal with? But it is still totally excluded and and the same thing with a divorce people women can find uh support to grieve and cry but it's much harder to find support uh to experience the rightful anger that many people would have uh after a divorce especially one that came out of the blue out of the blue. Well, you know, and uh, and I know from, you know, my own work that, you know, the, the grief and the sadness is what keeps you on the sofa in the fetal mm-hmm. position. And it's anger mm-hmm. that will get mm-hmm. you up off the sofa. Like, you know, you at yeah. some point you even yeah. if you fall back into grief, you say, yeah, oh, they, OK, oh, yeah. they go you know, hand I, in glove. They go hand in glove. Yeah. And. Like I say, anger is for getting out of stuck places. Yeah. Um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to uh, read something um, uh, from from one of your books. And uh, and this is the uh, this is the anger book, Mm -hmm. um, the anger solution. I thought this is so telling, especially for women. Um, We've been taught and threatened that the belief that anger is bad, negative, rude, and unacceptable. 
Um, everyone from parents to teachers and pastors have been telling children, us, um, things like good, good little girls and boys don't get angry for generations, and especially right. for women. It's not ladylike. Right. I know that was for me, you know. And, and, and girls have been... Name, and worse names for yes. women get angry. Yeah. Exactly. I was about to say, you know, girls have been told they were bitches, ball busters, nags, hags, and witches if they get angry. So, I mean, that's, but you know, that is the truth. And I think it's no wonder that women, um, you know, keep it balled up or I don't know. What would you say? What do we women do with the anger? Because it's been so tamped down and so unacceptable. Well, one thing that some of the women clients that I've worked with over the 35 years is they try to exorcise that anger out through their eyes, through their tears. And and, and anger turned, uh, well, really denied. But most people, if you ask them, who are you the angriest with in a divorce situation, very often they'll say, I'm angry at me. I'm angry at myself. I should have known better. I I should have seen the red flags. What's wrong with me that I didn't see the red flags? And that anger just keeps turning inward, inward, and inward. And anger, like grief and sadness, is meant to come up and out. Right. But anger keeps being recycled for the very reasons that you just read there. Women uh, are not allowed to get angry in this culture. And up until recently and still to a large degree, men are not allowed to do grief openly. Isn't that interesting? It's kind of the opposite. Because when I think about, um, you know, men are encouraged or even boys you know yeah go fight it out you know yep, go that's right. yeah that's right. and and of course you know for for girls they're told you know well you have to be ladylike you know and yeah, so yeah, that yeah. i've never correlated the the grief and the grief and anger switch between men and women i think uh, that's fascinating yeah. and now, you see, know men, men men in this culture now this is going to be very controversial what i'm about to say Men do not have access to their appropriate anger any more than women do. Hmm. Men are allowed and supported to rage. Right. To rage. And, and Deborah, one of the things that my first book, I've written three books on anger so far. One of, one of the first books that I wrote on anger is that, uh, that, People use, therapists use the words anger and rage interchangeably as if they mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. Give your audience an, uh, a definition for both right now, and that'll sort of make my case. And if it's interesting enough, we can explore it a little bit more. Okay? Right. Anger is a feeling and an emotion, if expressed appropriately equals energy, intimacy, and serenity. Wow. Rage is an action or a behavior that numbs men and women's anger. 
and sadness and fear. And men get supported from day one to rage, but nobody teaches men or women how to express anger appropriately. Rage equals distance, disaster, and divorce. Yeah, I can see, see a that. Lot of people that's, by the time they're, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, that's, a, that's an amazing uh, definition and analogy of the two, because I think you're right, people do just mix anger and rage together. I've never thought about it in those terms. Um, yeah, when I, when I teach this material to clinicians, they just sort of raise their hand and say, I, you know, I've been using those interchangeably. Most people think that uh, rage is just anger ratcheted up. Mm-hmm. It's really not. It's a different animal altogether. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and by the time most people get divorced, there's been a lot of rage consuming the relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to go further with that. But before we do, I want to go back to, um, you know, when when you and I talked before and, you know, that was the first thing you said to me, you know, who are you angry at? And of course, it you, those were the exact words. I said, I'm angry at me. I should have known better. I saw the flags. Um, and what do you think the the anger or grief or any of those emotions turn inward what do you think happens to us especially women migraines colitis uh heart issues of, of, of heart attack um you know usually if you turn in emotion long enough it's going to turn out in some kind of somatic physical form. I want to repeat uh, that because I want to remember it. If you turn anger or an emotion in long enough, it's going to turn out. Yeah, in some physical uh, somatic form, you're going to develop minds, you're going to develop ulcers, and in worst case, can even develop into cancer and, right. and other serious. Right. You know? Well, then there's a, there's a real reason for us to um, to really look at that. Um, but but right now I'm going to take a short break, and okay. um, when we come back, we're going to talk more about this. Okay. Great. Great. This episode of The Golden's Guide to Divorce is proudly brought to you by Franny's Pharmacy of Greenville, a leading seed to shelf hemp and CBD brand. From tinctures to topicals and everything in between, Franny's Pharmacy Greenville is the most curated and thoughtfully stocked CBD dispensary in the Southeast. Whether you're shopping in-store or online, rest assured they only bring you the best of the best. Check out Franny'sPharmacyGreenville.com today and enjoy free shipping. All right, and we're back here with John Lee. Um, You know, we were just discussing the idea of um, anger and some of these emotions um, turned inward and how they you know, create lots of uh, issues in our body. So, you know, for the women who are, you know, struggling with divorce right now, and what are some of the actual tools and um, actions that they can use 
to deal with this anger? I mean, what would be, you know, your top three or Yeah, well, first of all, you know, we just got to reiterate that anger, if it's expressed appropriately, you will get release, you'll get renewal, uh, you'll get regenerated, but rage will uh, discount all those possibilities. So, so what would what would appropriate anger express look like? Um, Deborah, I'm so angry right now that that I got the papers to be signed, and and I just got to say that I'm angry about this situation. Now, note. I never said the word you, never said the word you. I told you about me. I didn't call you names. I didn't shame you. I just told you how I felt. Mm -hmm. And how long did that take? Let's say you handed me the papers and that was my response. How long did it take? Seconds. Right. Anger takes moments or minutes to express. Rage takes forever and forever, and there is no resolution. It just keeps. Yeah, yeah. So, like, for instance, in my case, there's there's not going to be a conversation. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's not going to be a... I'm not going to be able to express my anger to the person that hurt me during this divorce. What do I do with that anger? How do I express it appropriately? You take take his pictures and you put them on top of a pillow and you take a, a little Walmart plastic bat and beat those pictures to death and say whatever you need to say. Or you take uh, a journal, and like when I got my divorce eight and a half years ago, I wrote in my journal 90 days straight uh, talking about, in my journal, my anger, my sadness, my disappointment. Um, mostly what I've taught most men and women need to do as part of the process is to physicalize that anger. They can dance it out, drum it out, scream it out, pound it out, write it out, but they don't need to just keep staying in their heads, turning it over and over and over. Right. So then I guess what I'm hearing you say is the importance of um, using some sort of action um, to disperse it. Yeah, now that doesn't mean you're going to do it every day uh, Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life. It means that there's, just like there's going to be a time to cry because that's the predominant feeling, there's going to be a time where you go, you know what, I don't want to cry today. I am pissed (laughs) Yeah, I've been there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm tired of crying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm angry about this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, see, women especially... But men, too, anger, uh, uh, men and women have been taught that anger equals pain. Anger does not equal pain. 
rage equals pain. Right. So, um, you know, for a lot of women, I mean, I, you know, I, I may have done, you know, a little more work than others. But if you've never really let yourself really get angry, because I think a lot of women feel like I don't even know how to access it. It's been so right. locked up. How right. do women open that door? Well, number one, Deborah, uh, uh, it's true for men and women who need to, to feel these feelings. The very first thing that has to happen is safety. Is wow. safety. That if a man, a woman, did not feel safe, cannot go deeply into their emotions, and they certainly cannot express them. So safety is quintessential. You've got to... You, you, if you're going to do it by yourself, you have to make sure you've got safe surroundings, um, that nobody's going to hear you. But ideally, ideally, you do it with somebody who is safe, and who has done what you're needing to do. Mm -hmm. A good therapist, a good coach, a good friend, a good sponsor. Anybody who will not uh, shut you down and tell you, now just get on with your life, it's no use to get angry. Yeah. And that's not a safe person. Right, right. Well, so I mean. is the foundation which all emotions can then be expressed. Yeah. Well, um, I certainly agree with that because, you know, I, like most of us, grew up in a household where it was not okay to feel anger or happiness, you know, just yeah, mute. Right. Anything, anything. Yeah, anything. What are you, yeah. What are you so happy about, Dad? <laughs> My God. You know, exactly. Don't you, don't you know that other shoe's going to hit the floor in a minute? That's right. That's right. Well, um, I think what I want to do, I think we're going to go to break again, and I have the golden toolbox uh, tool for the segment, so I think I'm going to Good. talk about that and uh, a little bit how, how I use that, and um, we'll be back in just a moment, um, maybe talk a little bit more about some rage and some final thoughts. Have you tried CBD? If you haven't experienced the healing benefits of hemp and CBD, please call Franny's Pharmacy's Bud Tenders at 864 349-1018. They are your CBD experts and can recommend which products will serve your needs. So give them a ring today because Deborah knows you deserve to feel better. Franny'sPharmacyGreenville.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Golden's Guide with Divorce. And guess what? It's time for the Golden Toolbox segment um and you might be wondering what in the world is in the box and for those of you just listening i'll do my best to describe um what you're looking at is actual coconuts hard shell coconuts what do you think about these john aren't they beautiful 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 <laughs> every divorced woman should have a dozen or more coconuts yeah now, maybe <laughs> Maybe even more. Why. Yes. Okay. So everyone, um, I discovered this a few years ago. Um, 
And actually backing up, going further back than that, um, you know, it may have been John years and years ago who suggested, uh, you know, when we're using those physical tools to express the anger, um, you know, that many years I broke plates. And um, I still love breaking plates. I just don't like cleaning them up. But it, it is a great way to, you know, just smash something. I mean, when you're really angry, smashing something is, uh, you know, it can actually give you a release. Um, and I even yeah. taught it to my son, you know, when he was young. We'd go out in the garage and, you know, break a bunch of plates. But uh, like I said, nobody really wanted to clean it up. So I have found something else that I think works even better. So this is a coconut that you can just get at any grocery store. And you always want to get one. You want to shake it and make sure it's full of milk. You know, it's full of all that stuff. So the great thing about the coconut is, you know, you can journal, you can really get yourself, write all that stuff down or take the journal out into nature with you. What I love about the coconut is that you can break a coconut out in nature and you don't have to clean it up. It's all natural. The, you know, it's not the animals can eat what's left over. You don't have to pick it up. And there is something about smashing a coconut and the milk going everywhere. Sometimes it goes all over me. So be really careful when you do this. But there's a real legitimate full release when I do this. And I know this sounds crazy, but... Um, it, it, it works, and I even have many of my friends do it. Sometimes we'll do it together. You know, we've thrown it uh, up, up against trees and rocks, and sometimes you might discover um, that you'll find this interesting, John. You know, if I'm really working on something that I want to let go of and release, I might throw this coconut 10 times, and it won't do anything, and symbolically what that lets me know is that I'm not quite ready to let it go yet and so you know I might come back another day or I might you know bring the hammer out and say oh yes it is going today but it, it's always kind of a reminder to me that maybe that's how deep it is inside that I'm not willing to truly let it go and uh right. So anyway, I think... Well, let, um, let me just add real quickly, how does somebody who's not comfortable with anger start? I have this phrase that I've taught for 35 years. Movement creates emotion. Okay. See, so even if you're having trouble feeling the anger, you take those coconuts and throw them hard enough and, and fast enough, emotion is going to mm -hmm. start coming so it's it's really a win-win if you've got the emotion you you do this and you get the release and if you don't have the emotion you d engage in these kind of uh, uh exercises and the emotion starts rising i like that you said that because um you know for the audience to really get that you know a couple times when i'll throw it and it doesn't break that immediately fires me up you know i, I get angrier or that stirs anger like 
dang right. it, you know, I wanted it to break. So, right. um, you know, again, what, what I'm suggesting here are, are ways for you to actually express anger. Um, it's a way that I've done it for years now, and it, it does bring a great release. And let's face it, those of us women who are going through a divorce, the anger is there. We desperately need to get it out of our bodies. And one more thing I want to mention, um, sometimes you can't find coconuts. Um, I actually had to go to a couple grocery stores. Um, you know, er almost everyone has eggs. Eggs for me are not as fun, they're not as dramatic, but you can certainly still take eggs out in the woods and you know, they're gonna, they're gonna bust really well. Um, and that's something that everyone has access to. So um, again, um, this is a great tool, be sure you try it. I would love to know if you got coconuts and um, how your experience was. So um, please be sure and let me know and um, We'll be right back with some more discussion on anger with John Lee. Hi everyone and welcome back. Um, we're getting some final thoughts and um, talking about um, one more important thing uh, with John Lee. And um, John, I, I know we don't have a whole lot of time, but can you touch in a little bit with, um, with our listeners as to how to determine again for themselves if it's rage or anger. Okay, um, one of the things real quickly that most people do when they think they're expressing anger, I'm going to give you a quick nine, and they're in my book, uh, The Anger Solution. If somebody wants that, but here's the nine things that are that are rage, not anger. Okay, shame blaming, demoralizing, criticizing, preaching, teaching, judging, and analyzing. And that's Would you say why, those again? Would you say those again, John? Sure. Shaming, blaming, demeaning each other, demoralizing each other, preaching at each other, trying to teach each other, and judging and analyzing. And, 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 that, and that could go, I just want to say this, and that could be the way you feel about yourself and the way you talk to yourself too, right? That's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. Okay. But that's what people do when they think they're telling each other about their anger. But all of those things are actually what I call soft rage. Right. And would you say, you know, I know that um, you and I have talked about this many times, that a lot of times rage might be um, this much about the immediate situation and this, and I'm holding my arms for those of you who are not watching, and this much about history, like childhood right. or old relationships right. that were not completed. Would, yeah. That's right. Exactly. Anytime your anger is disproportional to the event, you are now talking about you and your history. Right. Anger is about here and now. Rage is about there and then. Beautiful. So like if you've been married for 20 years or 10 years or five years, you can have built up anger and turned into rage in those five years. 
but sometimes it goes all the way back to your first boyfriend, your first husband, your first high school sweetheart, or your family of origin. Right. Well, for me, I mean, just, you know, briefly, um, you know, I recognize, you know, my this marriage was not a long-term marriage, um, and I think the rage that has been coming up for me is is very ancient abandonment um and kind of a squashed feeling you know squashing my feelings that go all the way back to childhood so it's it's a reminder for me and i might mention to the audience you know um you know that's your cue to dig deeper um into your emotions versus just this divorce so did want to clarify that to use this to use this word that i don't like very much but it's a cliche if it is a hysterical it's historical oh i gotta remember that if it's hysterical it's historical historical man i gotta remember those words if it's over the top disproportional uh to the event and you're making a mountain out of a molehill that's always about you and your history right never about the present person again what i want people to take away from this is if anger expressed appropriately equals energy intimacy and serenity raging equals distance disaster and divorce great great yeah that's that's very clear, and I think it's something that, that um, married or not, we should all remember, even in friendships and family. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, that kind family. of thing. So, mm-hmm. family. Well, um, what I did want to do, too, I want to mention um, how people can find you, and I also want to mention uh, the. you've written so many books, but um, I think the best book that would um, include most of everything we, we were talking about here is called The Anger Solution um, by John, and I would highly suggest... Um, uh, our listeners um, purchase that book. Is that one on Audible, John, by chance? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. great. Yep. So, yeah. you know, anywhere, Amazon, anywhere you can find these books. Now, there is another book, um, a really beautiful, lovely book, um, and it's called Courting a Woman's Soul. And, I mean, just the just the title just makes me mm-hmm. smile. And, you know, for, for those women who really... Uh, may want another relationship in the future, I would highly suggest that you look at that book as well. You know, The Anger Solution well, and, can help you. Deb- Deborah, the subtitle of that book is Friends First, Lovers Forever. Love that. See, most people do not, men and women, they don't become friends first. Right. They rush into mm-hmm. it. And this book, Finally, I was able, actually, I got the title from my wife. I said, tell me why you married me. Now, we're divorced, as you've heard, but she said, you're the first man who ever courted my, my soul. Wow, that's beautiful. Well, and there's a, there's so much information in there for our listeners to look at if you're wanting another relationship, what to look for in a partner and um and 
I just could talk to you all day, John. <laughs> um, I, and well, I would, you know, if I, maybe we can have you back and we can go deeper yeah, into some let's, other relationships. Let's do it again sometime. Let's yes. And I would invite all of our listeners, if you've got questions for John, um, you know, please write in, um, you know, if you'd like to see him on again as well. And in the meantime, you can all find John, his books and, uh, you know, where he's going to be having seminars or conferences or uh, webinars. You can find that at John Lee, L-E-E, J-O-H-N. Lebooks.com. Johnleebooks.com is his website. And um, uh, you can also find him on Facebook. That would be John Lee in Austin, Texas, because as you know, there's a gazillion John Lees out there. So those are ways that you can find John. And I can't wait to have you back on. And um, I, uh, I actually had a had a little bit of anger last night come up for me. So you've given me some real jewels um, and pearls of wisdom today to make sure that I use them tonight. So, um, and, oh, and I also great. wanted to mention um, we're going to do a giveaway um, of a couple of John's books. So um, if you want to look up... Um, uh, and, uh, on Instagram, um, Golden's Guide to Divorce, and um, just reach me on there, and we will um, uh, uh, enter you for the giveaway for the books. Thank you so much, John. Yeah, thank you, dear. It's a great being with you, and uh, you're reaching an audience that has been neglected, and and this is going to help a whole lot of people just remember if you know to take your time don't rush your healing this is a process and i promise you you'll get through it thank you very thank much deborah y'all take thank care thank you thank you john and to everyone else he just left us with the perfect words and um you know and as we always sign off you know we're still here so enjoy Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another episode of The Golden's Guide to Divorce. And if you at home happen to be going through one, do us both a favor. Stand up and declare, I am here. We'll see you next time. <laughs>